outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Hello and welcome to day seven of the Massive Attack, 12 Days of a Christmas Oddities. I'm your host, Mitch, and with me as always is Joe. Hello, Mitch. How are you? Hello. Hello. We are halfway through, day seven. Way. Nearly there. Nearly. I'm loving this time of year. I love this time of year for podcasting. You don't because you edit, but I love it. Just watching all these Christmas shows. It gets me excited. We, we've watched some corkers. Good ones. We've watched one, one pretty one. shit one so far. Yeah, but the rest of them were pretty good. This is what I was hoping for because when I was looking, I was looking for standalone quirky episodes of things. Yep. And, we, you know, A Junkie's Christmas, if you go back to our very first one we did, I've been chasing that heroin dream ever since. Yep. And I thought, this might be the way to go. These, you know, anthology shows might give us what we need. And they're being close. Nothing's like A Junkie's Christmas. That no. was out of nowhere. And I but, don't think anything ever will be. No. No. Like real heroin. You yep. can't, that first taste is the one. But anyway, so we are sticking with the anthology theme at the moment, and we are talking about Alfred Hitchcock's Presents. Yes. Would you like to help me with the episode title? Well, it is episode 12 of Alfred Hitchcock Presents, dot, 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 because mm-hmm. everywhere you see it, it's always written that way. This episode was called Santa Claus and the 10th Avenue Kid from 1955. Okay. This so, is a long time ago. This mm. is actually the oldest of the things we've watched so far. Yeah. And it's kind of nice. I really dug it. It was well acted. There's a lot of themes going on. Tenements. There is, yes. Santa. Why yeah. no Santa? Tenement. <laughs> so, the premise with this one is a ex-con gets out of jail. Yep. And he's talking to his parole officer about what he's going to do to, you know, rehabilitate. Mm. And she basically says to him that unless you get yourself a job you're probably going to end up back in prison. Yep. And he kind of makes joke about the fact that, yeah, he's been to prison for, you know, 10 robberies or something like that, but that's only half of what he's actually done. <laughs> yeah. He's very much a career criminal. Yeah, and he's, he's a bit smarmy. And it's funny because he's... You're actually getting the voice in his head, which I don't know if that was done very often in TV in 1954. No. But she's talking and he's like, why don't you say what you're really thinking? He's got this like Irish brogue about him. He's, he's a famous character actor of the time, but I, I couldn't tell you what he was from. He's been in just so many movies, but yeah. So he's there. So why don't you tell me what, what I am a con? And she's very pleasant, this woman. She's trying to get him work placement because I don't know what she is because his parole officer brings him in, I think. No, I think she was the parole officer. Okay. Yeah, so she finds him a job now. So well, like, yeah, well, she happens to mention that her cousin works at the department store. And they store need someone and they short need, notice. Yeah, so they need a Santa. So so it's like, if they don't know your fully situation, it's like, well, they don't know I'm a con. And it's like, oh, no, they know that. They just don't know the extent <laughs> of your career. It's a per se. It's like, okay. So he goes there and he works and he's, he's a bit disgruntled. He's there and all these rich kids. I want this. I want this. I want this. I want this. And for 1954, it's like, oh, Five. it's the same crap that we yeah, with exactly. kids are brats all the time and sort of as it goes along he's sort of um, he gets into the role yeah he's, he's sort of like a bit disgruntled saying yeah what do you want okay whatever and by the end of it he's playing up to the character a bit he's writing it down yeah how about one of these okay that's cool well, I think what he was actually doing is he was writing it down and then he was giving those notes to the parents, parents. so they could go and buy that mm. stuff in the department store yeah, so I think there was a bit of that too. Yeah, and then there was one kid talked to this. There was a nice model aeroplane hanging from the roof, and he goes, "I want that." And he goes, "Well, you can't have that. That's a one-off. That's already accounted for. You can't have it." Yeah, he was very short with it. And then there was a little jughead-looking kid sort of came up and 
asked him for that as well. And he goes, I, I can't give it to you. And when I say Jughead looking, I always wondered, it was, I think it was meant to be a paper crown that Jughead wore in the Archie comics. Yes, like a Hungry Jack's big yeah, yeah, but it had the crown. Patches weird thing on there. Yeah. And this kid had a woolen beanie with the same sort of shape and weird badges on it and stuff. So I think that's what it was based on. I'm not sure. But yeah, it was kind of weird. But anyway, yep. he was this poor kid who had nothing. And he talked to him and it sort of got to him. We kind of transpires. He, he gets to the end of the day of his first day. And he's like, well, you know, maybe I'll come back. Maybe I won't come back sort of thing. And then he meets up with his parole officer again. And, and she kind of gives him the hard word and says, look, you know, you'll go back to jail if you don't keep going to this job sort of thing. And he's like, well, maybe I better go back. So he goes back for his second day. Mm. And again, the, the kid comes in still looking at that aeroplane. Yeah. And at the end of the second day, he wants to go and get himself a meal or something. And he realizes that he hasn't got a paycheck. Yeah. Because he's, she's set up. Yeah. She's set up an account for him and they're going to put his pay directly in his bank account. So he's like, well, fuck that. That's basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's no good to it. And he decides that he should just steal some shit from the department store and go and sell that so he can afford to to live for the night and he's getting arrested after that and then just then the parole officer comes in and says no no it's all my fault you know i tried to put his money in the bank but yeah atm cards hadn't been invented in 1955 so he had no way of getting his money sort of thing Mm. she didn't say that i'm just reading that between the lines and yeah he's kind of like well why are you sticking your neck out for me sort of thing and she's like well you know i kind of feel sorry for you and you know it's my fault that you're in this predicament sort of thing So he's like, all right, maybe I'll, you know, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep going. I'll go back to work. Mm-hmm. And again, the kid comes in again, doesn't he? Is it the third time the kid comes in? Tell me that. And he's like, you know, I really want that plane, and maybe I should just steal that plane because, you know, life shit, and I live in the tenements. Yeah. Does he say tenements? I don't Probably. Know. Maybe we're just it reading more into it because that's the theme. So he's like, yeah, maybe I'll just go and steal that plane because if Santa won't give it to me, I'll just. take things into my own hands Mm. and Santa or as he's known Stretch Sears I think is his because it's pretty cool that his first name's Stretch because obviously he's been in for a a few stretches and they do refer to prison as Stir a couple of times in it as well which Mm. I thought was an English thing not an American thing but Stir crazy maybe maybe. it's not porridge no it's not (laughs) so anyway he sort of sits him down and sort of goes look you know obviously I'm not Santa but you know I've lived a life and I've been to prison and I've seen some things I don't think he says that again that's just what I'm reading into it but he pretty much says to the kid that you know why throw away your life now by stealing something when you can actually make something of yourself and and earn the present yeah and in the end doesn't he steal the he steals the the plane to give it to him yeah and he gets arrested for that. Yeah, so maybe I've got those bits yeah. out of order. Maybe he did that, and then that's where he's that's still. That's they sort of came plane. down, and yeah. they come down saying it's mine. And he got arrested, but they finagled saying no, he worked for that that was entitled to, and blah blah blah. It was meant to be a three hundred dollar plane. That's a lot of money now. Yeah, in nineteen fifty five, that was a, lot a shitload of money. Yeah, yeah. So in the end, he did the right thing. He got away with it. It was all good. Well done, spirit of Christmas and all that. The kid gets his toy because he broke into the house. That's the beauty of that as well. He's Santa. Yeah, he, he knew where he lived. I forget how he got the address because I think he's when he was doing when the Santa thing. Notes, What's your address again, kid? All right, all right. So he ended up. Breaking in the house, delivering the present on Christmas and, you know, using his Berg techniques to become Santa. And and his parole officer in the end, she goes, I'll give you a lift home. And he goes, first time I got inside of someone else's car. Yeah. Through the door. <laughs> you know, so he's, it was quite fun and clever in that. And he was, he was really good with his delivery on a lot of these lines. Yeah, so he ends up having a good Christmas. 
because he he got the spirit of Christmas and the spirit of Santa was forced upon him. Yeah, and he and he got the spirit of tiding. It was good. I actually really enjoyed this. I think I like Night of the Meek better. Yeah, but this is very similar, but also very good. Yeah, it, it's very similar in the along the lines of obviously department store Santa. Mm. He, he wasn't really a drunk, but he was. He yeah, sort of, well, the other one was well. sort of, yeah, the original, with Night of the Meek, it was like he, he felt for the children, but he was shitty at the world. Yeah. But this one was like, he was just a shitty person who became better. Yeah. 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 And he kind of found the meaning of Christmas, I guess. Yeah. It, it was nice. It was well acted. Barry Fitzgerald plays Santa and he is like a very, very charismatic, pro- prolific actor from the yeah. time. So. He's quite theatrical in some of the stuff that he does as well. Not quite as much as Edward G. Robinson from... None of the Messiah. Yeah, the Night Messiah and Mothstrait. Yeah. But, again, it was it was nice. It was it was short. It was probably 25 minutes yeah. old. Compact. No wasted motion. No, it was good. Hmm. Recommend. And he's nicely good. bookended with Alfred Hitchcock doing his little... Yeah, that was quite fun too. Almost an anti-Christmas rant at the end. Well, no, it was anti-Christmas around the start. But well, yeah. then he sort of came good at the end. Because mm. it started off with him bricking up the... That's right, yeah. Bricking up the uh, fireplace going, bad things come down there. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like, but nah, he's not too bad a bloke after all. Mm. So yeah, no, it's all good. All I, good. I'm not sure if I would watch this again. Oh, not not regularly, but I could come back yeah. to it. And Definitely. I'm kind of tempted to go and watch some more Alfred Hitchcock Presents, though, because... So many of these anthology shows, yeah. I'm like, oh, I really want to watch. Hmm. And I've said it before, like, there's a new Twilight Zone that just started, and I'm not watching it, <laughs> but no. I want to go back and watch the old stuff. Anyway, that's enough for today. We've all got, we've got Nog to drink. We have. And Cornetto Unicorn ice creams to eat. Yeah. that's what guys in their nearly 40s need nearly to Nearly 40s? Nearly 50s for nearly some of 50s, us. that's right. Yeah. Sorry, closer to 50 than 40. God damn it, we're old. Yeah. Anyways, it's Christmas. It is. Enjoy. And if you're ever going to need a unicorn Cornetto, Christmas time is probably the right time. You don't have too many. No. Unless you value your feet, because you're going to get diabetes. Yeah, it was a bit too sweet, wasn't it? Mm. All righty. On that note, I'm going to go and sleep off my Cornetto rush. Okay. And we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. No worries. See you then. Bye-bye. Show sign.